everyone. Welcome to the Cultivate podcast through the Grove Church. I am the lead pastor there, and so glad you are joining us. We also have Mark Freeman with us. What's up, dude? That's good, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Executive pastor at the Grove and a um, really good friend of mine. And glad you're with us. It's going to be good. Glad be a good be time. We're talking denominations today. If you've been with us for the last several series, we've been kind of working our way through different world religions. We did a cult. We talked about Mormonism. We talked about Hinduism. We talked about Islam. And now we're just going to spend some time talking about different Christian denominations. And I find, and even in right before we started talking about this, the the people who are helping us with this podcast were just started pelting us with questions. I find, do, you ever, do you find that people like they don't know anything about denominations? They wish that they did, but they're scared to ask. Yeah, it definitely feels like one of those topics that if you if you peel back a little bit of a layer, people have questions. They're just not asking them very often. Yeah, like that maybe are you are you think people are embarrassed like to ask or like they should already know or they feel like it's insulting be like what's a presbyterian? Yeah, because really whatever your experience, you know whatever you've had, whatever whatever's in your past, you feel like, you know, you know what, you know, you know that much. And then anything that's outside of that, it's like, how do you even begin to have that conversation? And depending on what denomination you grew up in, right? the other ones are, a little, it's a little dangerous right. to even be thinking about it, you know, because we, 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 we're good where we are. Right? We don't even, let's see, maybe we just pretend they don't even exist. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, let's just, let's give it a, a definition here and we'll, and we'll, and we'll give two definitions to this and we'll, we'll save the technical definition for me, I'll give the technical definition. You give the everyman definition. Like, Mark, what even is a denomination? What would you say? Mm. A way that one church is different than another. So a, a group of churches who have a similar ideal about the way they approach things. Yeah, so a group of churches that are similar in... Maybe theology, okay. practice, the way they structured leadership those okay. sorts of things. Yeah. 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 So I, I get, I've gotten this question a lot. In fact, there was a time, you know, I've been involved for the most part in my, since, since, you know, since I graduated from college, well, even in college, most of the churches that I've been involved with either on staff or just attending have been fellowship Bible churches of some, of one, of one type or another. If they don't have it in the name kind of planted by that church. And my, uh, my father-in-law asked me like, what denomination is Fellowship Bible Church? So I said, well, it's, it's not. And he, yes, yes, it is. And really by your definition, he's, he's right. It's a group of churches that unite around a certain way of believing and a certain way of structuring churches, right? I mean, this kind of the way that we believe, worship, teach, those sorts of things. But technically, a denomination not just simply implies, but demands kind of a corporate overstructure. So to the Presbyterian church, we've got this Presbyterian church, this Presbyterian, this Presbyterian church, and all these different towns, and they have some overarching corporate structure. There may be a, a regional leader that oversees a group of churches that is then overseen by a state leader that oversees all the regional leaders, and then a national board that oversees all of the state leaders and all the regional leaders. And so each church is kind of submitting to a, some sort of corporate governance. I mean, corporate, and people don't like the word corporate when you're thinking about talking about churches. Not, it's, not, it's, a, 
it's a it's a presbytery, it's a, it's a group of elders. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But by corporate, I just really mean an organized an organized structure. And so denominations in that sense, Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterians, they have that corporate structure when most of, if not all of your kind of Bible churches, they may, they, they may have a, they may have a kinship, a friendship, but they're not governed by a structure. And in that sense, they're not a denomination in the strictest sense, even though in a every man regular sense, it, it, it feel, it feels like one, even if it's technically not one. So do you get people to ask, hey, man, Mark, oh, you're a pastor. Where do you pastor? I pastor at the Grove. And then they'll ask you, what denomination is that? And then you say, not. (laughs) (laughs) But I I normally will kind of go back and explain your background and my background and the background of a lot of leadership and, and then start to talk about those things. You know, how do we set up leadership? How do we, so that they can somehow... You know, it's, it's kind of like this and it's kind of like that, even mm-hmm. though it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, but it is, but it's not. Yeah. Think about all the different prefixes that I've seen in front of the word denomination to describe a church. You know, there's, it's an, it's a non-denominational church, which, which non just means it doesn't have a non a denomination, which again, in the strictest sense is true. There is no organizational structure. And then this is probably more true of campus ministries, though I've seen churches do it too. Interdenominational, which is, oh, that just, that just, that just sounds, sounds, that sounds sweeter. Like we're, 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 we're bringing all the denominations together, which, which again, to nerd this out a little bit, technically cannot be true. You are not governed both by uh, the Methodist bishop and the, uh, the presbyter that oversees the, um, the Presbyterian Church and the Southern Baptist Convention all at the same time. <laughs> that but sounds if, like a good start to but a joke. If that is your church. <laughs> I want to go. I want to go and be at a business meeting. Oh, those guys walk into a bar and they mm. whatever the next. I don't think some of them aren't walking into a bar. They walk into a bar. Some of them stay outside and they can't have the meeting. Anyways, uh, I, there's actually a church close to my house that says it's 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 um undenominational. Interesting. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> it's undenominational. Like, it's the op the opposite of denominational. Which what like what, what would the opposite of denominational be? Anarchy? Yeah, I guess like communism? No structure, right? <laughs> Three year old walks into the church that day and decides he's gonna preach and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, right. we don't have we don't have any rules, bro. Let's, let's let this kid preach. Tell us about Bluey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. So what like for you, okay, so for you. So, so then, okay. So I had this happen the other day at Chick-fil-A. They, they slowly find, they slowly start to all find out. What denomination is Chick-fil-A? I, I would say if anything can be interdenominational, it's Chick-fil-A. It's just bringing, it's bringing, it's bringing all of us together. Hmm. So they slowly all find out that I'm a pastor and they start asking me questions. And God was like, so what denomination is your church? And I said, it's non-denominational. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about with a stone cold stare looks at me and says, so Baptist, really? And I, I was, I was a little taken, I was a little taken back, I was a little taken aback by it. But I think that I knew what he meant, and so I said, sort of, right? I mean, we're not, we're not a part of the Southern Baptist Church, but in a lot of our theology is very similar to Southern Baptist, even if our the way that we structure the church and the politics of the church are different. Is that what, you, is that what you mean? He's like, 
yeah, most of these non-denominational churches, they're just Baptist pretending to be. I'm like, oh, no, Uh-oh. we're not that. But, you know, some of them are charismatic. So I'm like, Madam, what a conversation are we having right now? I just wanted Coke Zero. But, you know, there's like some people that I think that are pretty denominational. I mean, I don't know, almost feel like non-denominational churches are cowards a little bit, like trying to pretend they're not what they are. And then I found out where this guy was from. And I'm like, oh, I could, right. have, I could have guessed that that's where you went to church. I got you, bro. I got you. Yeah, because in his, in his world, denomination really matters. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so, it's, and so f- from our perspective, being non-denominational, it's not anti-denominational. It's not, it's not undenominational. It is just, a, just an, an independent church. But that doesn't lead us to any sort of hostility towards denominational churches or anything. And I, hopefully by the end of this podcast series, you'll get a, you'll get a heart for that, that this is, we're, we're, we're not, we're not here out here fighting or trying to dismantle any of these institutions, just the church that we're a part of that kind of, and the, and the history that it has, you know, kind of really does come from more of a belief of there not being this kind of overarching governance, but not hostile to it. You know what I mean? So what, what, um, what churches, what sorts of denominations, denominations do you kind of, you or your, your wife, what, 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 what's y'all's background? What kind of churches have y'all been involved been in of. historically? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, my dad grew up in Assemblies of God. Okay. Actually, uh, church was parking lot, you know, was right up next to his, to the house he grew up in. Okay. My mom was in a Southern Baptist church her whole life. So from the time I was little, we kind of bounced back and forth whenever we would move or even sometimes in the same town between the Assemblies of God Church and the Southern Baptist Church that was in town. Bounce back like week to week or bounce back like every couple of years? No, you know, things would happen at one place. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And uh, leadership would change or there would be some issue and we'd end up at the other place for a while. Yeah, and so then I've actually been on staff with the Southern Baptist Church, Uh you know, been a part of their uh, missions arm for a a season. Okay. And then also a non-denominational collegiate ministry. How about your, about your wife? Would she similar? Very similar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I grew up in the most Southern of Southern Baptist churches. I mean, it was deep South, Southern Arkansas, very Southern Baptist. And we were very there every week. And I, f- I feel like I definitely grew up not bouncing back. I mean, the other, other denominations didn't, they, they were to be feared and really our competitors were other Southern Baptist churches. There were like four big ones, relatively big for our town. And it was about, we were about competing with them. And we just didn't really, we didn't really talk about, I, I, I think, I feel like I was kind of raised to be a little skeptical or fearful about them. Their Christianity maybe was a little questionable. And, um, and then I remember going to governor school, which was, we'll just call it nerd camp between your junior and senior year of high school. Ended up with this friend group with just a lot of a lot of diversity. There was a there was a there was a Catholic girl, a Methodist girl that I ended up particularly liking mm-hmm. and have now liked for thirty four years. Catholic, Methodist, Presbyterian, I mean, just all 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 over the map. And I remember it just kind of unsettled me a little bit of just like I like them. And I remember I actually came back after that summer and I had a lot of questions for my um, pastor and he was a lot more amiable than I thought he would have been about 
yeah, those, those are those, those are fine. Those, those, yeah, sure, 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 sure. And so I, I, I think I think the I think the fear that kind of existed amongst amongst our church. I don't know if it was necessarily. I don't think it was in the pastor's heart. I think it was just kind of in the maybe in the DNA of the church. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And those those things are deep. They go way back. Yeah. And so the the woman that would become my wife, she was raised Methodist, and we actually both went to a college that was a Methodist college, and we have. By and large, as since we got married, we've really only been involved in non-denominational churches. Though for a season at seminary, we were involved in a um, Baptist church for a little bit. We were involved in the, this, this church plant in Colorado that was Berean. That was a denomination. So at some point today, I'm going to need you to give us 10 good minutes on the Bereans, <laughs> <laughs> who they are and what their distinctives are. So we were involved in a Berean church for a little bit over a year in Colorado. And sometimes in summers, we would spend summers, I would spend summers at seminary with family and they were Assemblies of God, some of Heidi's family. So I spent some, a decent amount of time in Assemblies of God churches over the years. But I would say my, most of my adult life, all of my ch- childhood was Southern Baptist and most of my adult life has been in non-denominational churches. So as we kind of get ready to just kind of set the table mark here for this, this series, while we're just kind of talking about denominations, maybe we'll just kind of start with this. We'll start here. We probably will end here a little bit too. Why does it, why does it matter? Why, why do we even need to be having this conversation? Why is it important, you think, for us as members of the Grove or people who are friends of the Grove, people who are listening to this podcast, to have a knowledge and understanding about the different sorts of Christian denominations? Hmm. You know, I, I think that there are some, there's some benefit to just knowing enough to know that, you know, one group theologically might believe something and it's, it's a big deal to them. And to another group, it's, it's not a, as big of a deal or, you know, the way that they do things really matters and with that group. And so, you know, just knowing some of those things, there's a reason why this group gathers right. and is separate from, from this group over here. And, you know, being wise enough to know that what those reasons are can be helpful. Right. And I think too, I think sometimes the line gets blurred between what is a Christian denomination, what is a cult right? That has Christian ties to it. Are there any denominations out there that even though they still maintain the name of a fairly mainstream Christian denomination that really it's like, well, I mean, if you, but if you delve into it, it's not really very Christian. And by that, I mean, I don't mean that they're Satanists or that they're Muslims, but they're really, I would just say kind of more generic spiritualists and not really about Jesus. And so I, f- I feel like just for our own knowledge, just in our own, because, you know, if you, you live in Northwest Arkansas right now and you go to the Grove, doesn't mean you're going to go to the Grove forever or you're going to live in Northwest Arkansas forever and you find yourself in a place and you're meeting some people and you want to go to their church. I think it's important to have some, some knowledge. And then you meet somebody next door. Oh, where do you go to church? And then they, and then they tell you, well, well, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Or I'm, a, I'm a Mormon. I'm a Catholic. I'm an Episcopalian. I'm a, I'm a Methodist. I'm a Baptist. Like, and we don't, you don't want to just immediately 
put them in a box that they can't get out of, but to at least have some passing familiarity with who they are and what that means. What is the common, what's the common ground that we have? What are the differences? Are those differences worth pressing? Are they, are, are, you know, because I think like what you said, right? If there's a difference between this church and this church, and the biggest one is that whether they baptize babies or not, you know, one church may care more than the other one. Oh, you don't baptize babies? Get out of here. You do baptize babies? Get out of here. Or like, I don't, we don't baptize babies, but that's cool. I was like, oh yeah, I get why you don't baptize babies, but we do, and it's cool, right? And I think, I think, I think it's important. And and I honestly, I think that um, our lack of knowledge really kind of hinders relationships. It's like, well, I don't want to ask too many questions because I don't want it to become a divide. But then, so I don't ask questions, and I don't know, and it unintentionally puts the divide. Mm-hmm. But I don't know enough about you, and I'm scared to ask. And I don't know who to ask. And so I don't say anything. And now, now I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to connect. Mm-hmm. So we're about to set up here. We're about to spend some time in the next episode. We're going to spend some time talking about the history of kind of how all these denominations came together. We'll spend some time talking about the core and key differences from some of these. And then maybe just spend some time just kind of practically talking about how we're supposed to, how we should interact and interface with them. What are some of the big questions? What are some of the big questions that you think that we should be asking as we really do try to figure out what denominations are, what they like, what, what, what are, what are, what are the big questions you think? Hmm. You know, that question of this group has decided to separate or, you know, to be its own denomination. What is there, what is the key doctrine that separates them? Right. From others. You know, if you identified and said that you were one of these, then what is it right. that's specific to you that makes you feel like that's different than this group over here? Because everyone seems to have an, uh, an identifying mark. Like this is, this is what's really important to us. Yeah. So what makes you different than, what makes you different than me? Mm-hmm. What makes you different than these other groups? And is it, is it theological? Is it, is it practical? Is it historical? And then I think, again, I think the big question too, of just like, is, you know, again, the the question that we're afraid to ask is, was this, is this a denomination or is this a cult? Is it a Christian denomination that used to be Christian and now kind of wavering? Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and I, and I think there, there's this, there's, there's a, there's a lot of fear and anxiety that we have, especially in a world, and I think especially at the Grove, where we kind of pride ourselves on kindness, unity, openness, a fear of just being like, okay, well, yeah, we want to be, we want to love everyone, we want to be, we want to be as inclusive as we can, but I'm telling you, that's that's not Christian. Mm-hmm. That sort of is, but be careful that even the idea of saying that feels weird feels like like kind of make, makes my tummy hurt like i'm just gonna like, i don't want to be i don't want to be mean i don't want to be judgmental because there is so much there's so much anger and division and hostility in the world and we we've rejected that by and large as a church to try to do as best we can but at the same time these divisions exist there's a reason and there's a reason for them and can we look at you and go okay well there's i see why we don't I see why we don't worship together on Sundays 
but we can be friends all the time. Or it's like, okay, I see why we don't worship together on Sundays. And it's not that we can't be friends, but we're, we're following different gods here, I think. Actually, you're a cult and you're doing, you're doing damage to people. I mean, maybe you wouldn't necessarily say that out loud, but you have some sort of knowledge. I mean, this was something that Scott and I talked about. Mm. Is Mormonism a, is it a, is it a Christian denomination or is it a cult? And we came up with a definition for cult and it was kind of like, this is, this is dangerous, stay away. And I think, I, I think we want to make sure that we've got everything in the, you know, this is a strong partner. This is a small partner. This is a, uh, and this is a red flag. And I, th- I think it's important because, you know, all of a sudden one of your kid's friends says, hey, you want to come to my youth group? Right. Where do you go? I go to first burp, burp, burp. So you say the two-year-old Layla used to say what that means. Like, well, I don't know where, where am I sending my kid? Right. What, and so I think, I think it is important to just kind of make sure that we have this, this big picture under, understanding of how denominations work, what they are, what the differences are. And so to kind of give just kind of like a little preview of kind of what's happening. The next one is going to bore some of you to death, maybe even Mark. I don't know. Uh, and some if of I you, fall asleep, you, please. you we'll, just, we'll just shake you. But some of you, this will be really cool because one of the big questions I think people ask is, where did all this come from? Why aren't we all just one church? What's what, kind of what's the history of that? So we'll just kind of get into a lot of the history of it. And then the next episode, we'll spend some time talking about what, what kind of, what, based on the, I, okay, we know how, how we got here. Here's where we are. And here's how we can just kind of help, helpfully kind of understand these categories. And then we'll just kind of wrap it up with just something just a little more practical. Just kind of, kind of what we talk about without with, 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 with very open hands and a little fear and trepidation of just being like, hey, here's, here's the ones you maybe need to be a little more careful of versus others depending. And then maybe we'll have to re-record that when we'll feel really bad and delete it. <laughs> but uh, we just, you know, just you know, again, again, just kind of walking that, walking that balance between really putting good information out there and really still wanting to have an open-handedness, but trying to help people not accidentally get themselves into a position that they don't want, or like I said, or their kids. So hope you will continue to join us. So it's kind of just this basic setup here, of kind of what a denomination is, why does this really matter? Just a little bit about Mark and I's history, kind of who we are as a as a as the Grove. And we'll kind of get more into the to the to meat of this over the next few episodes. I encourage you to keep joining us. Hope this has piqued your interest a little bit in kind of what a denomination is and why we need to kind of understand the differences. You'll join us for the next few episodes. And if you are not a part of the Grove, we'd love to know that you're listening. Go to thegrovechurch.org/connect. There's a form that you can fill out there to kind of let us know that you're listening. All the information you need about our online services, our in-person services, whether you're local or not, best ways for you to connect. You can find them all right there. Again, I'm Charlie. This is Mark, and thanks for joining us.